Welcome to the Marketing Foundations podcast, hosted by Dr. Sandy Luck, professor of marketing at the University of North Dakota, entrepreneur, owner of Bully Brew Coffee, and proud bulldog mama. I'm your co-host, Brad Schmidt, and we're both very glad you're joining us as Dr. Luck endeavors to expand your understanding of the basic concepts, ideas, and application of marketing in an ever-changing marketplace. So be ready to listen fast, because as always, there's a lot to talk about in today's episode. Welcome once again to the Marketing Foundations podcast. My name is Brad Schmidt, and of course, Sandy Luck. Sandy Luck is here with me as well. Uh, Doctor Luck, Sandy Luck. I know you as Sandy, and and I didn't know you were a PhD until like I don't know. I think I'd known you for about a year or so. Understood yeah. that. So yeah, how, I don't, this is totally off subject. How long have you? When did you get your PhD? Two thousand fourteen. Oh, it so took, it's not not it's, like decades ago no, or anything like that. No, so this is I, fairly recent for you. What, so I started teaching my master's degree, okay. and during that time, I don't you know, thinking back to that, would I ever do it again? I mean, I love teaching. Yeah. It is seriously one of my favorite things. Right, it's, but the PhD is much fun. Oh my gosh, that was awful. It's a lot of it, I tell people, I don't have, I'm not smarter than anybody else. Right. I'm just competitive, and yeah. <laughs> I, was, I, I was not going to get beat. <laughs> no. No, awesome. and you know, I, you hear the horror stories about PhD committees, and I hope that none of my committee members are hearing me. Well, maybe I do. It is. It's, yeah. it's so it's hard, tough. and they're right. They are yeah. tough. You have one. They always call you. They give you one committee member that is on your side that will always be your advisor and just right. kind of the one who supports Cheering you all the time. And, yep. Yeah. Yeah. And to this day, love him to death <laughs> because I came out of that room so many times crying as an adult. Yeah. I was bawling. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah, I would never do it again. <laughs> but <laughs> now, it's cool that you've done. Yeah. Now let's yeah. talk about something else because right. well, now I'm starting to sweat. <laughs> let's talk about uh, let's talk about public relations and let's marketing because that's what we're talking about this week. Uh, last week was uh, sales uh, or uh, sales promotion and personal selling. I think is what we talked about last week yes. or last episode. Um, but this week, public relations and marketing, and we were chatting, kind of preparing for the episode and and talking about some of the stuff. And I had kind of a really cool experience with what publications by a larger corporation looks like recently. So I um, went to Nashville last week. That's why we didn't have a podcast out, an episode out last week. I was in Nashville, and I went and met with the Dave Ramsey people, Ramsey Solutions. For those that don't know who Dave Ramsey is, he's the financial guru on the radio. He's been talking about getting out of debt and not going into student loans and all things, no credit cards and whatnot, right? Um, and he's built essentially a, a a corporate empire around teaching people how to do um, and be wise with their finances and stuff. And has literally built this company from just him literally teaching like sciences at his church in his mid to late 20s to now in his, I think he's almost 60 or maybe is 60 by now, a a hundred million plus dollar organization with a $200 million building that he all paid for and all this crazy stuff. And so I got there for an event last so week cool. and it was fantastic. So that was, it was a public relations thing because it wasn't an event that it wasn't like a conference that I to get into. They invited me along with 65 other people and be there. And it was free. The only thing I had to pay for was my travel, which is, understandable. I mean, they, they were already paying, you know, probably from what I can gather talking to people that have done event stuff, it was probably a half a million dollar event that wow. it cost that organization to put this event on. 
And so for them, they were showing others, and specifically you and Media target people. audiences. They were, it was called an influencer event. Okay. So there was podcasters and YouTubers and, and media, social media influencer people and people like myself, media and things like that. So so they were really showing you that they were giving yeah. to you. And Here's how you do mm-hmm. what you do and do it better, essentially. Is what it was, it was a, just giving us the information we needed to be successful in whatever we were doing. Awesome. So, yeah, it was pretty great. So I don't know how much you want to know about this and or talk about this event, but I started with um, me reaching out to Ramsey Solutions and a couple of their personalities because they have, there's Dave, who's kind of the main figurehead. He's the guy that started it all. There's also, you know, there's a guy named John Deloney who does like mental health stuff and does some podcasting and speaking on mental health. There's Ken Coleman who does stuff on uh, like career stuff. He's written a couple of books on how to, you know, do a better, get, build a better career and all of those. His daughter, Rachel works with like kids and families getting on budgets. Um, there's uh, Cindy or uh, sorry, Cindy Christie, Wright, Who does like business stuff, but focus more specifically on women in business and helping them come brands and whatnot. Um, and it's all using them mission of Dame Dave Ramsey. Yeah, and it's all based around the mission of doing it debt free, making wise financial decisions and and things like that. So uh, the so I had a couple of things that John Deloney, Ken Coleman and a guy named George Camel on my radio. So I was explaining how I got there. So I was invited to this event through having interviewed these individuals on my show and so they invited me down to be as a part of this event as an influencer in this realm of whether it's finances or, or whatever. So um, through all of that, get to go down there. They invited me to this event and the event was totally focused on helping all of us do better at what we're doing, influencing people in positive ways through podcasting, through YouTube, through so through radio and, and various forms of media. And it was incredible. So like I say, I'm, I'm not sure how much of that part of it you want to know, but the, the, the. Well, share the story about you. One of the things that intrigued me when you first started talking about this is, and this goes back to many of our previous podcasts where we talked about the branding and oh, how yeah. it all fit and just how you were amazed at the intentionality. Yes. Yes. So it is and how that relates to public relations. Mm-hmm. So okay, the, the, the intentionality thing was really the thing that stuck out to me this entire event. So we got there on Wednesday at like two 45, jump on the buses and go from the hotel where the conference was down to their headquarters. Right. And so we get there and it's you get to see Dave doing his radio show and there's all of this like kind of like cocktail mixer kind of thing that wasn't really cocktails but they had champagne for us all there's like 65 of us that were a part of this and they had champagne and they had like the you know the people in the black outfits all showing carrying the little cool. trays of champagne around right you were and VIP so, yeah it literally was they treated us like we were the most in the world it was incredible so cool. and so we go there so then Actually, Dave spoke and kind of opened the event and said, "Hey, you know, we brought you down because we we all know, we know are working kind of in the same area and the cause that we're working at, helping people get out of debt, helping people do, uh, you know, understand mental health, career, and all that kind of stuff." And me doing kind of a political podcast. There's part of me I was thinking, like, "What am I doing here? Like, 
these people are so much beyond what I'm doing than I am. And so, but they, it's a long story with, I guess it doesn't really matter, but they were just genuine about making us feel important. So we get, after the opening thing, we had a, a meal, kind of a, it was not really hors d'oeuvres, but it wasn't really a, but it was a spread of food. We had shrimp and crab and caviar and all of the open bar, all of the drinks and everything that you wanted and sushi and just awesome. an incredible spread of food that I would guess. And I've talked to a couple of people that have done like events like this somewhere around $20,000 worth of food laid out for the, for us to very generous, you know, incredibly generous. And so, uh, and that wasn't everything we, they paid for our meals every single day, full meals, breakfast, bacon and eggs and sausage and grits in Tennessee. So you yes. get all the Southern food and biscuits and gravy and all of the stuff. Like it was a full meal. It wasn't just like, Oh, here's, you know, a continental breakfast at the hotel, a glass of milk or whatever. Like it was a full meal. Lunch was the same thing, full, full four course, the salad and the soup and the entree. And the, I mean, it was incredible. All paid for, catered in by the, by the Ramsey people. And then the entire event was just about them giving to us. They kept said the, the term they kept using was pouring into you. Like, this is what we've learned about all this stuff with marketing, with people with social media with uh how to give a talk if you're because where there were like these not motivational speakers seem so cheesy but they were people that do speaking events and keynote speakers and whatnot and they i mean we're just gonna pour this is how we do it and dave ramsey's spoken to literally arenas with 40 50 000 people right. in them cheering his his plan on how to stay you know financially healthy and all of that kind of thing and and so they were just going, hey, we want to show you how to do all of this stuff and the, the things that are. And they did say from time to time, it might not be the same for you, you know, because an organization of our size is going to do things a little bit differently than a, you know, a small organization or an individual or whatever. So, but here's the concepts to be successful in these areas. And, and everything was, like I say, it was so intentional down to the colors of the, when they would post something on social media, just that we think, you know, oh, here's just a random post media because some guy took a picture of a sticky note, posted it on, on, on Facebook. Well, that was thought out. That mm-hmm. sticky note, the way it was written, the sticky note, where it was placed on the desk, and all like it was all very intentional and and was designed to look a certain way so it fits their mission and all of that kind of stuff. But they did and they did touch on like sometimes you do the random thing of just a hey, this is literally I'm sitting in sure. a coffee shop and here's a picture of my coffee cup or here's a picture of so it's the very organic. sticky note. Yeah, so it because yeah. they want that was the other thing they wanted to be very authentic mm-hmm. but planned is part of who we are and right. thought out and intentional is part of who we are so even not this kind of raw thing it's doesn't mean it's not authentic like this is who we are we're very intentional so this for us is very authentic it was just a really really neat experience to see how incredibly generous this organization was with not just their resources and their money but their their information and their people i mean there was literally a, a probably i would say 75 people in the room with us 
that were there just to help make the event go well. We had camp lighting, they had audio, they had slides on the TVs and all the, they had literally, they had cases, like these travel cases, like you see at a concert, amps and stuff oh in it, gosh. except it was TVs and computers and microphones and all this stuff that they had set up and brought in for this event. It was absolutely incredible. So That's so cool. So a couple of things that you said to me that just make me very happy because some of the things that I talk about in class, I worry, does it make a connection to, you know, or connect to real life? Yeah. And so when I hear about planning, that's important because we, and later, we'll talk about, you know, planning something and making, whether it's a campaign or it's, you know, developing a new brand, you're actually planning it and you start with a goal and from the goal, it you know, you look at what are the things, what are the objectives? What are the things I have to do to reach that goal? Um, how do I measure it? So we're talking about a smart goal. Yeah. How do I measure it? How do I make sure I show success? Which all of these things, you know, even with just this event that you're talking about, talk- know that they had that. And they talked about all of this at the event because that was one of the things. They talked about the marketing side. And they talked about measuring it. Like if you had a lady who like her entire within the organization was the science of social media. Mm -hmm. Not just, hey, here's this post and we saw this much reach and we saw this many reactions and we saw this many comments and likes, but like all of the science behind it. Like, okay, we had this many reactions. 100 reactions of this were the little heart emoji, 100 reactions, thumbs up emoji. Data analytics. Unbelievable amounts of data data analytics. It was incredible. And so she was talking about all of that and and how they work through it and then how do they measure it. Okay, like, so we did this event. One of the things that we were at the event was fill out a survey. What did you Mm -hmm. learn? What did you like? What did you not like? And and, and just, it was, the like say, the level of intentionality and generosity is something that I have never experienced in my life. And I've been given some pretty cool stuff. I had somebody give me a house once. Like oh. I literally, my, the trailer house that I live in was given to me. That's awesome. Yeah. And so, but even with that, I have not experienced that. Okay, that's kind, pretty big. Yeah, but this is even bigger. Wow. I mean, it, the, because, and it was in just a thing right. that they put in my hand. It wasn't $100 bills that they, but like the intangibles the that emotion. they gave. Like I, li- I'm, I'm a, I get emotional sometimes and you, yeah. you've witnessed. I, it was, there was a couple of times where like I'm listening to these people talk and I'm like, I'm weepy. Cause like, it was yeah. just such a incredible, like that generosity it was like I say it can't even be described. And, it, and talking about public relations, mm-hmm. every Lyft driver that we ran into when we were in Nashville, every restaurant and waiter and server that we went to, every thing that we did, the people at the hotel, they all knew Ramsey Solutions, and they all went, "We love that place." Yeah. Like I don't work there, nobody that works there because it's a big. I mean, Nashville's three million Huge. people or right. whatever, four million people in that in the metro area, right? And like they're like. We don't know these people. I've never met them, but like I've heard the stories about their generosity. One one Lyft driver was telling us that the uh, they that Dave Ramsey gives his all of his employees just gives them money to go out and buy Christmas presents, like people that are that are mm-hmm. disadvantaged and like no restrictions. No, like oh, they have to fill out a form and prove that they're broke or anything like that. It's just if you believe that that person is in need, we trust your judgment on it. Here's money. Go buy them Christmas presents. Um, there was one story that the um, uh, oh, what was it? The something in the local community. There was they, they just there was a 
it wasn't a flood, but some sort of disaster. I can't remember, sort of disaster. And like their employees by the hundreds and mm-hmm. helped clean up or whatever it was. Like it just, there were so many of those stories. And mm-hmm. at, like say everybody we ran into, these guys, it's, they're great. To be, the stuff that they do in our community to help our community be awesome is, is great. The money they give to churches and other mm-hmm. nonprofits, not even just like, because Dave Ramsey's a, 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 I wouldn't say he's a religious kind of program because he talks about money, but his foundation is big biblical teaching about money and not going into debt and all that. And so it's not just organizations that are like his that he gives to. Like he gives to food pantries, regardless sure. of whether or not they're with him and his views. He just, there's a need in our community. So let's help them out. It was amazing. And so as far as our, our class, when we're talking about public relations, the pieces that I think is really valuable relations is showing your customers, your clients, your target audience, that your relation does good, right? Yeah. And and so that doing good can be donating. And so a lot of times we we pick a particular organization that we give to or we donate to, and then we do some kind of a marketing event with that. So for example, it might be a 5K walk and any of the proceeds that we make out of the registrations will go to CVI or go to the mission or whatever it may be. But you see businesses doing this all the time. I feel like things, and especially right now, it's Thanksgiving, Christmas. Oh, yeah. So we're just, people are yeah. giving, 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 which yeah. is great. Salvation Army, ringing the bells and all yes. that. Yeah. Yes. So there's lots of ways you can give. I always try and tell my employees whenever we're looking at this and thinking about different ways that we can do PR is think above and beyond rather than normal Ringing the bells right. is important. I'm so, not going to say that's not. But what is the creative things that you can do to give to other people that just kind of spark people's interest. So speaking of that, and this is where I think why and Ramsey Solutions is is so it's it's a it's a constant thing. It's not just oh it's Christmas sure. time so let's ring the bells let's do this event. It's 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 a constant part of their corporate makeup. Like we are going to be generous. Like one of their taglines is is you you live like no one else so later you can live and give like no one else. Like they build so that's their in- mission build into everything they do, generosity. And one of the stories, so there's a coffee shop, and I know you love coffee because mm-hmm. you're you have bully brew and Cheers. we're we're yeah Cheers. we're drinking our, <laughs> our bully brew coffee right now. But it, one of the speakers was talking about how your mission matters. And he said there's a coffee shop that he kinda has to go out of his way to go to. It's not on the way. It's not like I can just whip through the drive through. I have to go here on purpose. I work every morning for a cup of coffee and it's called coffee in Franklin, Tennessee. And it's not a big chain. It's not some, you know, it's not a Starbucks or a caribou. It's just a local coffee shop. And they walk in and he'd actually taken a picture of their menu. So on the wall in the order, the menu is not the first thing you see. What you see is a chalkboard that has their mission on it. And their mission is incredible because it has nothing to do with coffee. So the mission, I got their website up. Their mission says, our mission is to accomplish decreases in depression, anxiety, and suicide rates annually by intentionally creating a space for community and friendships because everyone deserves a community to do life with. Wow. That's their mission as wow. a coffee shop. And then you see the mission. Then you see. How do they uphold the their mission? So the the spaces that they create, and I, I can show you some of the pictures later, but like, and I want you sing this podcast, go to their website. You can't obviously buy coffee from them unless you're in Franklin, Tennessee, but go to their website and check it out. Because 1819 what? 1819 coffee. And it's just 1819coffee.com. 
in they have cre- intentionally created spaces in where people can sit and do life with. And like, even like outside they, and he had showed a bunch of pictures while he was giving the talk. Like they have like little benches outside that are designed specifically in a space where you, Hey, they, they train their employees that if somebody comes in alone and having coffee at some point during your visit, one of the employees will come up to you and ask you how your day is going. And it won't be just like, Oh, Hey, how are you doing? Right. It's a genuine Hey, how's how are things going? Yeah, I truly want to yeah, know. Yeah, I want to know, and and like as a part of who they are, and that's that. Like you were talking about the public relations, something that we are doing to let the world that we're know that we're not just trying to sell coffee. Which of course, you, in order to to do all of this, you have to sell coffee and make it right. because if you're not making a profit, then 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 nobody can do. No, but you life have people you. who are going to drive far away right. because they believe in your mission, yep. and so they're going to come to your location exactly. because yeah. of that. And so, like they are, they want people to know that hey, we're trying to do good, and this is the most important thing for us. Yeah, we sell coffee, but more importantly, we want to help people that have problems and issues with depression and anxiety. Love that because like, I love incredible. how specific yeah. it is. Yeah, because I'll tell you. And so, they, yeah, very specific. Double yes. digit decreases. Like it's yeah. they have a an it's a- measurable actually number. in yeah. their mission. Yeah, it's so and so like to the point where I was there to go have a cup of coffee. I ended up not being able to have time, and and an Uber ride was it was a thirty dollar Uber ride to go get a four dollar cup of coffee. Right. So I didn't end up doing it, but like I promise you, if I ever go back, I'm gonna go have a cup of coffee well. there. So I wonder if they have within their cup of coffee, you buy your $4 coffee and do you want to increase a dollar to donate? Oh, yeah. I would assume they do something like that. I don't know. I I, I don't know how all of that plays out, but they, yes, I would assume they they would have something like that. So, So, uh, again, I think when we talk about marketing, I know marketing is expensive and I know that's one of the biggest concerns business owners and managers, they say, spend so much money on marketing because they're not always sure they're going to see results. Right. And so just what you said to me about their mission and developing that mission so it does create results is yeah. impressive. And relations activity. That- and I was I was literally willing to take a $30 Uber ride to go mm-hmm. buy a $4 cup of coffee. Well, and it sounds like that guy does too. Who, yeah. You know, I yeah, mean, the, yeah. people are way for this. Yeah. And not just because of the product, but because of the mission. Last last episode, we talked about personal sales. And it's the same way. If you have someone who's working at your location and people absolutely love the customer service, they love, they feel good about it, they're going to go out of their location and, it, and hopefully they have good food, good good product, but sometimes you do it because you like the feeling of it. And that kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier and your giving or there's always this emotion and that yeah. has a lot to do with public yeah. relations. We want people to feel good about our company because we are doing and giving to others a good moment as well. Yeah. So it's really cool to hear that he, he trusts his employees to make the choice for the right people. I think that's probably you know, that's an anomaly at this point. Yeah. A lot of people don't do that anymore, which yeah. is a cool idea. Yeah. So that was, that was kind of my experience. And there was more, like I, I learning just from their people. So one of the things that, that I, so one of their personalities is a guy named John Deloney and he is this guy. He's done it all. He was the, the head of whatever department of something at some college, he's literally got three, 
earned PhDs. Wow. And I mean, the, he is ultimate high achiever. He's done all these. And he's he ended up going to work for Ramsey Solutions. And during the headquarters, I walked up to him because I had done an interview with him and I wanted to introduce myself Hey, we've talked on the radio, but now I want to talk to you in person and, and kind of introduce myself. And there was a couple other of were standing there at the event and we got a book we received when we found a little booklet that had all of our bios in it that told about who we were. And so I'm I want to see that. Yeah. So I'm reading bios and I'm going, what am I doing here? These people are so far beyond anything that I'm doing with my little podunk radio show in North Dakota. I felt so out of place that like, like, because I mean, there was one guy that was like life of dad was his podcast or, oh, yeah. or Facebook page or whatever it was. It's got like 4 million followers. Yeah. hundred. Yeah. Right. You know, and I'm like, I, I'm. So maybe you are though, one of the target audiences that he says, I want this guy because he's going to help you yeah. grow professionally, right. make you more successful. Right. And he knows that you you know, give yeah. him patient. Yep. So I walk up to John Deloney, who is now a Ramsey personality and, you know, thousands and thousands of followers and all this stuff. And I, we were sitting there chatting. I said, I said, I'm going to be honest. I said, I feel like I don't, I'm like, I don't belong here. Like there's so many people here that are doing so much more important stuff than what I'm doing with my talk radio show in North Dakota. And John Deloney, the guy that works for Ramsey Solutions, high achiever looks at me and he goes i know right i read some of those but i don't feel like i should be here and i'm going you know and it just kind of made me so much more comfortable like oh we're all kind of thinking this we're all it was part of because we i got to give a talk as part of things like that and that was one of the things that i brought up i'm like i just felt like so out of place but what i realized is that i know all of you feel the same way and i saw every crowd going yeah Nodding along. Yeah, you're right. I do feel like I can't believe I get to hang out with all of you, you know, and it was really great. So so powerful. Yeah. And so those kinds of moments were were all about um, understanding the politicians side, you know, coming back from it and looking, you know, in hindsight, going like this is so much of the stuff that you and I've been talking about for the last 14, 15 weeks, 13 weeks or whatever it's been and and going is this is what marketing looks like when done well and done for a purpose. And this comes back to how many times mm-hmm. have we talked about ethics mm-hmm. with marketing, you know, and not just, you know, Google's evil, right? That was how they started out. Mm-hmm. I bet if you ask most people, Google is evil now, I would say a, a large majority say, yeah, they kind of are. Yeah. You know, and that was their whole thing. They started with don't be evil. Right. And I'm not bashing Google. I use Google all the time. Like I use YouTube. I use Gmail, yep. all that. I'm not beating them up, but like, that's the ethics behind marketing. If you're going to say this is who we are, then you probably should be, be that. that person or that organization. So right. uh, I don't know if that's really what you were looking for with the discussion on, on marketing relations and stuff. Whether but. it was or not, it was cool. There was information. And I think, yeah. I don't think I'm the only one that wants to see the bios of all of those people. Uh, yeah. That's really yeah, neat. It was pretty incredible. That's impressive. And I think you do think when, it, you know, Dave Ramsey, because I'm pretty sure he's right after your. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I'm uh-huh. on. I'm on from three to six, and he's on from six to nine. And that was one of the cool yeah. things. I got to talk to this guy. Like, here's this guy. He's literally the second most popular radio show in the country. He was third until Rush Limbaugh passed away, of course, and now he is the second most popular radio show in the country. And I got who's a, the first? Uh, I believe Sean Hannity is right oh, now. Which I don't gotcha. understand. Sean Hannity fan. Okay. I don't. 
I get well, it. I mean, I'll listen to the Schmidt show and then Dave Ramsey's on after. So, but the um, so he, I got to talk to him. I literally got to meet him in person and talk with him for several minutes. And I'm like, hey, I've been introducing you essentially for eight years. You and I have been on the same radio station together for eight years, and I feel like I know you. I feel like like I could just I could do your radio show for mm-hmm. you almost because like I've been for so long and being a part of this. So yeah, it was it was pretty cool. So some experience, good for me, you. Let me let me try to let's, let me try to do this because we are marketing and and that's kind of public relations and marketing within public. We've talked seemingly kind of like a lot of the concepts about that and what that looks like. Can you kind of on a technical level and like this is what public relations marketing really is? Is there or is there really a definition that can be given, or yeah. is it just more kind of a conceptual kind of thing? No. Because you said something, letting people know that you're trying to do good or whatever. Right. Uh, I don't have my textbook in front of me, so okay. let me let me throw that out there. But public relations ultimately is the, the member, there's five categories of within the, the promotional, promotional, promotional mix. mix. I realized that I need to say that better and more often. Promotional mix, five pieces of promotions and then there's the marketing mix which is the four p's so a little confusing i get that but the reason why i know that is we we just feel project in class and some students got that really focus on that a whole lot better but understanding public relations is really on is really the piece that you are others that your organization or your business is doing good for others so your public perception and when people say the word public relations, if you're in the communication department, we're talking about public relations being maybe writing about you. It might be speaking about you. It might be, you know, there might be blogs or even newspaper articles that have a public relation touch to it because they're talking about their organization. Sometimes in the Grand Forks Herald, there'll be a section about business, about a business that's doing good. Mm. And it might be. Not even just be like donating to be an act activity that they're involved with, right. or that they're ex- that is public relations. The focus I do with our students really focusing on how do we make that connection with a nonprofit organization because right. I think that's the just understand it as a topic area for marketing because you want to make sure that other people see good in you. Right, gotcha. Okay, so it kind so, of goes to that ethics. Hopefully, you're you're doing good an authentic way right. in a way that is ethical that is good for you. You know, I think there's lots of ways that you could have issues with nonprofit organ you know, being involved with organization, but that's hopefully not I, I, I don't hear a lot that that means a good thing. That these are doing good for others. Well and and this is something that I've actually talked about at great length on my radio show is is there's this there's this view, especially in the media, that any corporation you know, with more than three or four employees is some sort of evil that is destroying America and the world and just ripping people off. And like, if you sell me a cup of coffee for $4, if that coffee costs you four fifty and you didn't give me a 50% discount, you somehow ripped me off. And, mm-hmm. and it just, they we've so demonized and vilified business and, and corporations and stuff. And the reality is, and a lot of people don't know this, the single most generous corporation in the entire world is Walmart. 
Yeah. People don't, they, I mean, they literally give hundreds of millions of dollars to charities every year and all kinds of charities, charities that, that you maybe wouldn't support yourself, but then charities that you would think are the greatest thing that's ever, because they genuinely want to let people know, regardless of their, oh, that's mine. My phone okay. is ringing. Um, that they genuinely know that mm-hmm. we're trying to do some good things. And, and it's and just, there's I, a lot of corporations out there and, and large and small that are right. doing great things in the world. And I don't know that we pay attention to all of that. And no. I'm going to give an example because I'm on a board of a nonprofit organization and right currently writing all these grants for all of these businesses that give to nonprofit organizations. And we're not just talking $500, you know, thousands of dollars, but that again is a public relations activity that that business or organization is doing. I know Bremer, Bremer Bank oh, yeah. gives tons I was actually, of money. I was actually, when I lived in Laramie, I was part of the Bremer Foundation yeah, board. Ex- I mean, yeah. that's incredible. And I'm sure a lot of banks do this. I'm yeah. sure there is tons of banks that give lots. Yeah. But the one thing as, and I was going to say as a community member, maybe I don't prioritize that yeah. as, as big. Maybe I, yeah. should, I, I should look at it a little bit more and go, yeah. wow, Bremer Bank is taking some of their money that they don't have to do this, and right. they're giving it to other nonprofit organizations, yeah. you know, doing good. Alaris. Yeah. Well, yeah, and my, even like Walmart my, when you said that. My wife's uncle is the CEO of Alaris Financial, Randy, and oh, Randy Newman. For only a little bit longer because then yeah, it's a female go. Yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's retiring. He is because um, then we have a new female yeah. uh, for Alaris. But I know, I That's a different know story. personally the level of generosity that he has been involved yes. in over the years and, and Alaris as a, as an organization as well. And so, yeah, it's just something that really irritates me when, when we, we hear about these businesses and corporations being demonized and vilified for, for taking advantage of people when, mm-hmm. when, and I know for a fact, local businesses, cause I've also been involved with various charity organizations that are trying to raise money and things like that. And when they need stuff and needs for these organizations, mm-hmm. Where they go is not to Starbucks. It's mm-hmm. not to Caribou Coffee. It's not to those kind of places. It's it's Bully Brew. Yeah, it's it's the local. local businesses that yeah. get hit up every other week. I understand why? Because yeah. it's me that's going to say yep. yes or no right away, yep. and chances are I'm going to right. They yeah. don't have to go ten yep. levels. To- yeah. And so that's a conversation that we talk about a lot because we're the givers yeah. in many different ways. Not just yep. you know we don't receive that. We we've received the good feeling, but to the point now where when people do ask and we want to share that PR event, I really am intentional about, I want people to know that we're giving. So how can we be sure? And do that without coming across as self-serving. Right, right. I don't want to have to take the credit, but at the same time, it's the notion of I'm going to give and you give back. So what we've started doing is saying, hey, if we give a I don't know, a donation basket for your event, please either just post it on social media for us and tag us. Or if you need to have meetings, come in and use our space, you know, so there's some kind some kind of a give and take. And I think other small businesses have also started doing that. And I think what Dave Ramsey would say is that is, that is absolutely acceptable because, and, and the way he approached it during this event was and, and I'm going to get it wrong. I don't remember the exact wording, but they basically said, look, in order to be generous, that's something to be generous with. Sure. So if you're not turning a profit, if you're not making money, 
you can't be generous. Right. If you're broke, if you're if you're behind on all your bills and things like that, you can't be generous. And so he would tell you that that yeah, it's it's okay for people to see this and and people should see it because it will hopefully create goodwill and bring more people to your can make more profit and be more generous. Mm-hmm. And and so the reality is the homeless guy on the street corner while we want to make him this noble guy who's been taken advantage of and destroyed and ruined by the system, as they say, that guy's never going to be generous. Right. He's going to be the one taking. It's mm-hmm. it's you stopping and handing him a $5 bill out the window. It's the corporations, it's the businesses that are people that are producing and making money that are the ones that are being mm-hmm. generous. And, and so... And then within time... It allows him to right, exactly. do good yes, and to right, changes yeah. in his life. Right. That's ultimately the goal right. that we all yeah. can share with each other. And then this person who does receive takes it in goodwill and says, and turns okay, around and, and gives it back. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, anyway, that I think wraps us up for uh, for uh, marketing and public relations. So we'll uh, we'll. Uh, We'll call it quits there, and we I could, guess we could talk about this for a long time. It's we very could. Exciting. It's I love exciting, this and it's stuff that's personal. Yeah. Everybody's had some point in their life where they've been the the beneficiary of someone who's been generous, you know. Right. And you re, you know how great that feels, right? And you know how great it feels when you, yeah, that is one of the coolest things. Yeah. I give a a waitress a hundred and fifty dollar tip yeah. one time, and man, it's just it feels so good. It does, it doesn't really it? Does. So yeah. that's that's my challenge to listening right now. Within the next five days, and I'm being specific on days, within yep. the next five days, give something to someone that they, they're they not expecting it. Yeah. And then don't expect anything in return. You yeah. know, like, and it doesn't tr- have to be a $1,000 gift. No. Just no. something, anything. No, I was sharing Even with Brad. Even if it's time. Yeah, yeah. I was sharing with Brad just the other day, or just yes. this morning. You know, uh, long ago, there was an, a mentor... Um, I was mentoring someone and I decided to go put $5 bills in a sticky note yeah. on people's cars. And so that's an idea. Like yeah. just take a sticky note that says you are, are have an awesome day. Yeah. $5 bill onto yeah. their windshield wiper yeah. and walk away. And it's just a good feeling for yourself. So do good. Right. Great way to end it. We'll, uh, I guess we're doing social media we next are. episode. So yep. Stay we will, tuned. We'll see you then.